Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. My guest today is Monica Main. She is the author of The Lost Secret, and it's about Napoleon Hill's missing chapters that never got published. All right, Monica, thank you for bringing these to our attention, and thank you for being a guest on our show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Give us some background on you, and I want to dive into some of the questions that I have about, one, how you found the last chapters, and two, the impetus to, to write the book about those and how people can become more successful using some of this hidden wisdom. So my background is that I was raised in the Midwest in the uh, southern Chicago area, and I grew up very poor. And the first time I actually laid my hands on a Think and Grow Rich copy was, I was nine years old. It was in my grandfather's closet, I remember. We weren't allowed in that closet, but I kept going into the closet anyway. And I was just so mesmerized by the possibility that you could literally think and grow rich. And so I asked myself as a poor kid in the Midwest, is it truly possible to think and grow rich? And so I tried to start reading the book at nine years old, but I didn't get very far because I just, it was beyond me at that point in my life. But I did keep thinking about the prospect and possibility of thinking to grow rich. And I came, I became kind of obsessed with it, but then I kind of swept it under the carpet as I got older and I went into my teenage years and my early twenties. And then it was then that I picked up another copy of Think and Grow Rich, found it again, difficult to read. And I didn't really fully appreciate Think and Grow Rich until I think I was in my early 40s when I was able to fully uh, absorb it and start to understand what he was, was talking about. Now, let's talk about the book, The Lost Secret. Give us some, some, some color here. So I met this man at an event, and it was kind of a chance meeting. It was a marketing and sales event many years ago. And it was a long event. I went into this bar area of this higher end hotel. I was just really going through a kind of an, an odd time in my life where I just didn't know where I wanted to be. I found that I was traveling too much. I had a young daughter. I didn't like what I was doing. And I just sat there and I started sipping on a lemon drop, you know, drink. And I just was wondering what the next steps of my life would be. And just so happened that there was an older man that was sitting two bar stools to the right of me and he had gray hair um, it was actually white and he had this look like a football ring on his um, finger and I just kind of turned to him and we started talking and as he got more comfortable with me he started to reveal details about how his stepfather had worked on the original Think and Grow Rich for the Ralston Society back in 1937 and so as I started drinking a little more and he was just wanting to talk to someone, I think he wanted to reveal details about this, these two chapters that he'd never talked about before with anyone else. 
And so I started to think maybe he was crazy. So I gave him my business card and I said, listen, I have some books. I'll be more than happy to send you some free books. Just send me an email and I'll go ahead and send you some books. And it was a little while later, but he did actually email me. And then he actually mailed me a copy of the two lost chapters of Think and Grow Rich. And I thought it was, I thought it was a hoax. I actually had to go through a few different people to verify whether or not this was real because I just wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure if this guy was for real or not. And the people that I actually um, went through to be able to validate and verify this were the people that knew his work like the back of their hand. And they said, this is definitely Napoleon Hill's work for sure. Now, tell us about the these two chapters that you're talking about in the book. So when I first started reading Think and Grow Rich seriously, on a serious level in my 40s, I came away thinking that there was something missing, but I thought, well, maybe it's just my imagination because, you know, it was the times and I'm not getting the gist of what he was trying to say. But when I actually read the two lost chapters, it kind of really... It, it, it was they're truly the two lost chapters and what they're about is it kind of talks about probably things that people don't want to hear the first of the two lost chapters is chapter 16 and it talks about cutting all the toxic people and things out of your life that are not servicing you and that might have not been very popular in the 30s at that time because people were very friend and family oriented and so he actually talked about getting rid of toxic relationships, getting rid of toxic friends and family, getting rid of time wasters and people that suck and drain your time. But he also talked about, you know, things that waste your time, too. Of course, they didn't have social media. They didn't have Candy Crush or any of that stuff back then. But I'm sure if Napoleon Hill was alive today, he would say, you know, cut out the Candy Crush and the Plants vs. Zombies and all these apps that are kind of draining and sucking you dry and disallowing you from having the success that you want in your life. So that's the first of the two chapters. The second of the two chapters that's that was the lost chapter is chapter 16. And in chapter 16, he talks about uh, vibrational energy. And he first talks about it being a science-based philosophy almost where you have all of these things that are what he calls the being part of the world of the unseen the world of the unseen are all the molecules and the atoms and you know back then they didn't know about quarks but the quarks and the little tiny things that you don't see that you may be able to see under a microscope if it's a you know good enough microscope and he talks about how powerful the unseen the world of the unseen is and it's actually very scientifically based it's not just a bunch of metaphysical claptrap it's actually very science-based this final chapter and he talks about how when you observe these atoms and molecules they actually form into something it becomes a real thing and so when he talks about thoughts being things like he does in his first chapter of the book that's the very first opening line of think and grow rich is how thoughts are things he actually kind of bookends that in the final chapter when he talks about why thoughts are things and when you actually focus on certain thoughts they actually start to manifest themselves in the way that you observe them and think about them. And so he talks about the power of that. And the biggest crux of that is raising your vibrational energy to be able to get these molecules, if you will, or the world of the unseen to actually start working in your favor. So in your book, you don't just describe that this is something that somebody thought of one time you actually help people go through the processes of the practical steps of how to implement them in their lives am i correct that is 100 percent correct i give people every single type of 
exercise and strategy that you can use because if it's all about like napoleon hill says raising your vibrational energy in fact this is the part even the the book and the movie the secret left out is raising your vibrational energy to a state of where all the good stuff is and so all the bad stuff's in the lower vibrational energy fields like the rape the murder getting robbed getting you know ripped off all of that stuff exists on lower energy levels so when you start to raise your energy any which way you can to make yourself happy, whether it's you know listening to dance music as you're getting ready for work, or whether it's doing deep breathing and meditation exercises, or whatever you need to do to really feel that blissful, exhilarating happiness, that is the key in ultimately starting to attract all the stuff that exists only on the higher levels of vibrational field. And so that's what he talks about in the final chapter is, you know, this is important, this is vital, and if you really truly want to get the success and the money and the desires that you have in your life, you have to keep your energy levels raised as much as possible. Otherwise, you're going to constantly keep attracting those lower energy things into your life that you just don't want. And then there are some examples in your book, if I'm not correct, uh, don't mistake this, of being able to be a, to get to the point where you're manifesting the, the thoughts and the desires much quicker. Oh, yes, absolutely. So when you get used to being in those higher levels of vibration, it takes some brain rewiring. I'm not going to lie to you. If you're so used to thinking negatively and you're used to flipping on CNN and all these negative news shows and looking at your feed on you know, different um, apps that you have on your iPhone, if you're used to that and you're wired to only focus on the negativity in life, it's going to take some rewiring for you to start to look at the positive and how awesome your life really is in comparison to what other people are going through in the world, but also how awesome you are and how you are really truly a chosen one to even be born here. I mean, the odds are really stacked against you in even being here to begin with, and yet you're a miracle in and of yourself. And so just starting from that point and starting to really appreciate and having gratitude for just being here and having all of the wonderful things around you and your friends and family, and you truly are blessed. A lot of people in the United States and other first world countries just don't realize how blessed they are. So starting from there and then starting to disconnect from that toxicity of the news and the people and all the people that are dragging you down and then ultimately raising your energy levels as, as high as you can, as often as you can using these techniques that I present in the book. And then eventually you rewire your brain and you start to do it automatically all the time. And then once you're able to do it automatically, then yes, things will just start manifesting left and right for you without much thought and effort on your part. Good. All right, uh, Monica, it's been a pleasure. I can't wait to get through the rest of this book. I've only been able to get through some of it so far. And then have you back and we'll have a discussion about some of the, you know, the minor details of the techniques that you've uncovered, because I know it's not all just going to end with this book. There's always something new that you'll be bringing out. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. But it's, it's been such a pleasure being here. Mine too. All right, you've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thank you for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.